Welcome to this week's episode of the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast. I am your host, Peter Wheatmartian, and I am once again joined this week for our Biz Buzz segment by KZ and Colleen. On this week's episode, we're going to focus on collaboration books. So our Biz Buzz section asks, what is a collaboration book and who runs a collaboration book? And for our second segment this week, we are joined by guest Angel Hicks. Angel wrote a chapter in a collaboration book, and she speaks with Colleen a little bit about what the process was for her to write this chapter in her collaboration book. We hope you enjoy this week's episode, and be sure to like and subscribe to the show on the podcast app of your choice. Welcome to this week's Biz Buzz segment. This week I'm joined by Colleen and KZ, and we're going to shed some light on collaboration books. On the last podcast, and actually on this podcast later in our guest interview, we have had some guests who talk a little bit about being on collaboration books. So we wanted to answer some questions that our listeners might have about what collaboration books are and how they're run. So today, I'm going to first just pose the question to Colleen and ask her, what is a collaboration book? Well, thanks, Peter. It's really something that collaboration books uh, have been something that's been going on for a long, long time. But what they are, are and essentially an easy way to say it is several authors uh, contribute to a book. It can be 10 or 20 authors, uh, depends on what uh, people are looking for, but it's in essence a chapter that each person usually writes to collaborate, but the reason they do it is to get experience as an author and not have the overwhelm of writing 60 or 100,000 words. Um, it's also a way to grow their network because they collaborate with these people and then everyone is sharing the book out when it is published. And then they also expand their reach. It's harder and harder to reach people. And so if you just rely on your ideal audience, then uh, sometimes you might not get the word out about your book. But uh, when you collaborate with uh, different several authors, then you're reaching their networks also and expanding that reach. And then it can also open up a lot of doors. Uh, people I've talked to who have done collaborative books, I've asked, why do you do a collaborate, collaboration book? And they're like, it's a stepping stone in order to someday write my large book or my expanded book uh, as, a, as a solo author. So those are some of the ways, but that is a collaboration book. They collaborate together and write the book and it's usually good to have it a, a themed book, but there's several different ways you can do a collaboration book. And so that's how and what a collaboration book is. Oh, yeah, that's some uh, great information on what a collaborate collaboration book is. Um, now, KZ, I'm going to pose you this question because um, I think it's a very important question. And that is, so who's in charge of a collaboration book? Is there each author taking control of their own thing and doing their own thing? Or is there one person who's in charge and kind of running the whole process? 
Well, the answer, the short answer is yes, Peter. <laughs> uh, I know that was a multi-question, uh, a multiple question, but the, the reality is that any collaboration book will have at least one person who is take, who takes the role to be the co the coordinator. Okay, and what I mean by that is, uh, it could be the author, it could be a collaborating editor, but that one person is the one who's going to organize all of the other authors to make sure that they are getting their chapters delivered on time, that the chapters have been edited and that everything is put together into a book. Now, I said, I said that could be one author and it can be. Uh, in many cases, the author uh, who comes up with the idea of the collaboration book will take charge of it and will take everyone through the whole process of getting it done. Uh, the but it doesn't have to be that person. The person who puts it together could be a publisher. It could be an editor who simply likes to uh, help people publish books. And their only role is to take it from beginning to end and help everybody get it done. It's also, I'm going to say this, in most cases, these books are considered to be a for-profit enterprise. Not always, but they usually are a for-profit enterprise meaning that whoever is putting it together and being the collaborator to actually put it all together, that person is also going to be receiving the royalties. Mm -hmm. And that person will also be pulling in the money that the, uh, that the different writers are paying to be a part of the book. And that money should cover all of the costs for publishing the book, and it should also um, not be excessive. So if you're thinking about a collaboration book and you are a first-time writer, first-time author, it's a great way to get started, but be careful. You should not be paying $10,000 to be in a book, okay? Uh, but you very easily could be paying $500 to $1,000 or even up as much as three, three dollars to $6,000 to be in a book. And that is a bit high depending on the market and depending on what you want out of it. Well, yeah, that's some great information there too. So, you know, I think um, what I've really learned from you two today is collaboration books are a great way or they can be a great way for a first time author or a newer author to uh, kind of flex their muscle to get a little bit um, into the process of writing and to share their story or at least a part of their story. Um, and it can be a stepping stone for them to then take their chapter and turn it into a fuller book or to take their writing skills that they learn through this to turn into a fuller book. Um, now, uh, one kind of final question that I'm going to pose, uh, either one of you can answer this, is um, are these collaboration books, they seem to be more um, business oriented. Is that true nonfiction? Is that is that true or is there are there fiction collaboration books as well? There are, I'll take that one, Colleen. You can, if you have something to add, please do. Uh, there are non there are fiction collaboration books, but not chapter by chapter. They're more, they're more likely to be short stories or joint authorship in the not in the fiction world. In nonfiction, this is very definitely a business-oriented type of writing that I've come across. Colleen, you agree? 
Oh, I definitely agree, Candy. Yes, it's about uh, the business people, the solopreneurs, entrepreneurs taking it that, like I said, that step further where they're getting more people to find out about them. And I'll, I've learned one final thought on this, Peter, and that is that when you are a collaborative uh, writer, when you put a chapter out into a book and the book is published, one of the things that you will find is you're not necessarily going to receive royalties, but you should be able to claim that book as an author on Amazon. And so you are then a published author, even though you're only one chapter in the book, it's still your book. That's that's a great, um, a great uh, thing to learn. You know, I know we've said this a few times before, but, you know, as soon as you become a published author can say you're a published author, people automatically think you're more of an expert. You know, even though you are an expert because you write the book, once you have that book out or once you can say you're an author, you become just a little bit more of an expert in the eyes of the uh, of the public. So, you know, I think this has been a great little overview on what a collaboration book is and a little bit about who runs the collaboration books. And I'm sure that over the next um, next few um, months and weeks as we talk about publishing collaboration books will be, you know, more, uh, we'll cover more topics about them. So I want to thank you both for joining me on this week's Biz Buzz. This episode of the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast is brought to you by us, The Author's Voice. The Author's Voice is the premier online training platform for authors, speakers, and entrepreneurs looking to add a new revenue stream to their business. Whether you're an author looking to publish your book or an administrative assistant looking to expand your business by working with authors and speakers, we have the training programs to help you become a certified publishing professional. You can learn more about The Author's Voice on our website, theauthorsvoice.org, or please follow our social media at Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can find links to all of those places in the show notes. Welcome to the next edition of Blank Page to Bestseller podcast. And today we are delighted to have Angel Hicks with us. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Angel. Thanks for joining us, Angel. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is exciting. So Angel Hicks is the CEO and founder of Evolve Women's Network and the CEO of H7 Network. Angel spent 25-year career in small business and began her entrepreneurial journey when she started an executive assistance business in 2014. She has spent the last seven years growing a women's entrepreneurial empowerment group from one location to 15 in three states and growing a virtual network with over 300 members. Angel is an Amazon best-selling author, and she, along with her mentor leaders, won the award for Best Local Women's Event in 2021 by Cincy Chic Magazine. She prides herself on building relationships first and creating collaboration over competition. Evolve Women's Network, where connections become community and women are seen, heard, and valued. Angel, thanks for joining me. And I have to say, listeners out there, I've been I've been around for 27 years, and this really is the best women's 
networking group that you could go to. And I, I, I mean that from my heart, Angel, because it is connections yeah. and collaboration over, uh, over um, uh, competition because there's enough out there for everybody. If there is, yes, law yeah. of abundance. There's enough for everyone. Yeah. Thank you for saying so. Yeah. So uh, before we get into your book and talking about it, I just wanted to tell you that uh, you could have wrote this uh, chapter for me <laughs> because I think, you know, I'm an introvert too, until you get to know me. But um, yeah. I'm excited to hear about your journey on this, on this, uh, publishing this book. So what made you decide to write a chapter in a collaboration book? Uh, why, why one chapter in the collaboration book? Well, I had the opportunity. Um, the women who were putting together this collaboration came to me and said, actually, I was actually referred to them from someone else, um, another member of Evolve. And um, I hem hawed around about it, honestly, for a while. I didn't think that I had anything of value to offer. How am I going to write a book? I'm not a writer, you know. And um, but I decided after kind of talking about it. And I really believe we are here to stretch ourselves, to grow, to share what we have learned. And uh, if I can just do one chapter, I can do anything. I can do a chapter, you know. And so I decided to bite the bullet and uh, join this amazing group of women who are writing in this book. And I love the theme and uh, just thought that I could offer something. So I did. Great. And the, the chapter of Angel's book in Phoenix Styles, Stories to Ignite Your Entrepreneurial Spirit, Women in Business, is the evolution of a networking introvert. And I yes. have to, I absolutely love it, how you, you, you have evolved so much. And yeah. um, so when you wrote the chapter, what was one of your biggest fears facing writing this chapter? What was a big distract, not distraction, but a big I guess fear, if you want to call it that. Yeah. 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 Oh, the fear. The fear was number one, what if nobody, you know, what if I sound like an idiot, right? Like that's always my fear. What if I try to write something, I try to say something, I'm facilitating something and it doesn't land or I say the wrong thing or, you know, the fear is always there of judgment. And, um, my coach tells me it goes back to way back days where we were all in this uh, together in this community. And at any time, if you're thrown out of the community, you your life depends on the community. You know, and we still have that kind of primitive fear of really not being valued, not um, landing the information. So that was my biggest fear was like, OK, I'm going into this thing. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, I have no idea if it's going to be helpful. And so I. Um, you know, that that was the biggest fear, but I decided I would rather I would rather go through it and have something like that happen than not go through it at all and not know. And of course, none of that happened. I was not thrown out of the the uh, tribe or anything. And so it was great. <laughs> well, that's that's great. That's great. So what how so overcoming the fear was just your positive thinking and knowing that we can serve others and then it's, it's always about the next step. I think that's great. And um, yeah. in, do you want to talk about a couple of the uh, uh, sections of your book? Like, uh, I loved how you said this because I try to do this too. Don't go in, when you go into a networking event, find somebody alone in the room, some somebody else who's not there. Yes. I say yeah. this all the time. 
Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so do you want me to elaborate on that? I can elaborate on that. A sure, bit. sure, sure. Yeah. So as an introvert, I was always going into these rooms. I mean, I never like thought, oh, I should start a women's networking group or I should go into networking to grow. I never, that was never my thing. So when I would go to these events, um, to check them out or whatever, meet people, um, I would be the one sitting with my phone in my hand and just checking emails. There's nothing in my email. Like there's nothing in my email that's so important that I can just sit at this networking event and look at my email. You know what I mean? But I didn't know anybody or um, I wasn't quite in yet or whatever. And so I always suggest people going up to someone who is by themselves because nine times out of 10, they're by themselves because they don't know what else to do. They don't know anybody. They don't know how to interrupt conversations or they're just not comfortable yet. Um, and I always say like, nobody should feel alone in a world full of other humans. And if we can take just that one extra step and just, Hey, my name is Angel. I don't think we've met yet. I always say, I don't think we've met yet because it's possible we have met yet and they remember you and you don't remember them. Um, mm -hmm. But it's so I always suggest to, yeah, just go up to someone. They're probably introverted. They're probably scared and nervous. And uh, if we can shine our light for just a few minutes, then that's all it takes. Yeah, that's that's great. So what um, maybe we'll come back to some of these uh, little tips that you shared in the in the in the uh, chapter. But when you overcame your fear, what advice would you give to other people who have a story to share, like I share, we always have a, everybody has a story to share. So for expiring writers that want to get out there and publish, what advice would you give them? I think my biggest advice would just be to trust yourself. Just trust yourself because if the information helped you, the information can, can help others. We, we always kind of feel alone, but we know we're really never alone. Other people are sharing those experiences, having those experiences. I would say just to brain dump, um, when I was going into this chapter, I waited until the, ex the last day of the extended deadline. Okay, not the last day of the deadline, the last day of the extended deadline. I'm probably one of the reasons why they extended the deadline. Um, <laughs> and once I started brain dumping and writing, like what would I want to have known when I first started networking um, mm -hmm. or when I first started my business? Like what would I have wanted somebody to tell me? And so I just started brain dumping all of these ideas. And within a couple of hours, I sat at Panera. Within a couple of hours, the chapter was done. And um, um, didn't need many revisions and it was great. So I would just say, trust your gut, what, what you want to tell the world, there's somebody out there that also needs to hear it and just brain dump it. I love that idea brain dumping. We brain dump for so many business ideas or whatever. Why not brain dump for your book? You, you know, it makes sense. It makes sense. And uh, we always uh, suggest to people when we've done some writing classes or whatever, like carry a notebook in your pocket and your bag, whatever you carry, carry a notebook because you're going to come across something that could help your story whenever you do decide to write it. And then your that brain dumping will help because you can go back to that and say, oh, I remember that. You know, that would be a great idea. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. yeah. yeah. Was there any other part of the book, like something you'd like to change? Uh, uh, I love how you and, 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 and Clay talk about, you know, getting to know someone, what, what you do in order to get someone you don't you know just don't go into the business you sell through the room like I, that's a great 
great concept. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One of the very first things I learned were those five main questions. Um, you know, it, it, getting into that deeper relationship with someone, you wouldn't just go on a first date, obviously, right? And ask them to marry you. You wouldn't go into a networking <laughs> event and just ask them to sign with you. Um, and so those five questions of, you know, tell me about your family. What do you do for fun? You know, all of those questions really gear us towards building a relationship and building mm -hmm. that relationship to get to the referral, that's really word of mouth. It's really um, showing people that you care about them before you try to sell to them. Right, right. What is, uh, when you were going through the process of um, your book and getting it published, mm -hmm. that type of thing, what kind of mm -hmm. guidance did you have from the people who you published through? We had wonderful guidance, honestly. Um, they told us exactly how many words, how what the format was. Um, they walked us through the whole process. I don't think I, I don't know if I would have um, wanted to do it otherwise. I think that the writing process is one thing, but the publishing part and the walking you through and the editing and all of, you know, once you get through the scary part, like somebody to hold your hand through the process is really important. So they did do that for us. It was really nice. Oh, that's great. That's great. So what's something that you'd like to say that we haven't talked about? What's some, what's the nugget you'd like to share that we haven't talked about? Well, I think so just in general in writing the book or if you feel that you have a story, um, your stories are going to change. Your life is going to change. Your experiences are going to change. And so I really um, encourage anyone who has a story to really reflect on who they were to who they are now. Writing this book really stretched me in figuring out who I am, what my core who, who I am as a core person and what do I want to share with the world well since I wrote that a couple of years ago a lot of things have changed you know I've grown a lot and um and so I would just really love to encourage whoever's listening to this who might have a story that your decisions to write the book or not write the book or what to put in the book and all of that are going to shape your future but they're also going to shape you so if you feel like you have something to share, I just encourage everyone to um, to just share what they have now. And, and uh, you may find a lot of new things that you want to share for the future, too. That's really great advice. That's great advice. Yeah. And growing and taking that step to grow outside of yourself is so huge. Just it is huge. I always told my kids, like, self-awareness is one of the greatest gifts you will ever receive in your lifetime, but you're the only one that can give it to you. Right, right. And I love how you uh, your story came about. Um, we won't share it so everybody can get the book and, and find right. out, but how you and Clay met and what happened, yes. that was that was pretty funny. <laughs> yes. so, yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. The whole reason I was in networking to begin with, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, Angel, where can people find your book and um, and reach you if they're um, interested in reaching out? Where can they find you and the book? Yeah, absolutely. So um, they can reach me through our website. Of course, I'm on all the social medias, but um, through our website at EvolveWomensNetwork.com. Um, and then you can also find the book. We are on Amazon. So um, and then on my website where it says meet the CEO, there's a link straight to my author's page.
Oh, great. Great. That's interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> I learned something new. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that was another thing they helped me set up with. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, I did help you set that up. Yeah. 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 That's part of the important thing. Uh, a lot of a lot of authors don't understand about having at least a page on, even if it's your business uh, website, to have that author's page. And then any speaking engagements you do that you can put on there to show that you're coming, you know, you're going out there and selling your book or telling your story and getting the word out. Because our 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 our, our motto is make your book your business because it's not going to sell itself. You have to do some work on it. <laughs> Yeah. That's right. That's yeah, true. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anything else you'd like to share or talk about before we close out? I don't think so. That was wonderful. Thank you so much, Colleen. Thank you for joining us. The Blank Page to Bestseller podcast is a production of The Author's Voice. I have been your host, Peter Wheatmartian, and I want to thank KZ and Colleen for joining me on this episode to discuss all things writing, publishing, and speaking. Do you have questions about today's topic or would like to be a guest on a future episode? You can learn more about The Author's Voice on our website, theauthorsvoice.org, or send our team an email at info at theauthorsvoice.org. You can stay in touch with Candy, Colleen, and Peter through The Author's Voice on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Links to all of those can be found in the show notes. If you have enjoyed the episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review on the podcast app of your choice. Also, please help us spread the word about the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast by sharing the episode on your social media or by introducing a friend, a colleague, an author, or anyone who would enjoy the discussion to the show.